Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Treatment of the Pastor. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael teaches about the responsibilities each one of us have toward our pastor and his responsibilities to the church. And Pastor DeMichael does an excellent job at approaching the subject not in a way that's self-serving, but in a way that simply explains what the Bible has to say about it. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. He says, We beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. So, to admonish. Now, again, that's not always a comfortable thing. Uh, I am not a personality that naturally likes controversy. Now, that may not always appear to be the case, but I'm not. Uh, I, I'm the kind of person, and I think most of us are like this, that want other people to like us. I don't get up in the morning and say, Lord, please help me to make some enemies. But when you admonish people, you're going to make some enemies. And you know what, folks? If I don't admonish, I'm not doing my job. I'm not doing my job if I don't admonish. You know, we live in a day and age, and and I believe there's a, a great number of people here this morning, maybe every one of you, that is the exception to this rule. But in America, it's, it's become du jour to want to come to church to just have the pastor, the preacher, whoever, just make me feel better about myself. Why do you think Joel Osteen fills stadiums? Okay? Why do you think Joel Osteen fills stadiums? Because it's all about you. Fact of the matter is, God exists for you, not the other way around. And, and, and I'm not trying to pick on him. I just think he's, he's the embodiment in, in, our, in our current time right now of that mentality. And folks, hey, don't misunderstand. I, I don't go to church wanting to come out feeling lousy. But I go to church hoping that God will speak to my heart and straighten something out that isn't right. And uh, Brother uh, Holton was uh, teaching Sunday school this morning, and God dealt with my heart about a couple of things. And, and I'm grateful for that. Because, uh, folks, I, I don't know about you, but I'm sure you're no different than I am. I have a natural bent to get off track. And I need to be admonished. I need to be exhorted. Sometimes I need to be rebuked. And so there's part of the job. Look at first, first Timothy chapter 5. He says, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord. And uh, look at first, first Timothy chapter 5. And first Timothy chapter 5 and verse uh, 17. The elders that rule well, uh, let the elders that rule well be counted uh, worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture saith, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. Verse 19, against an elder receive not an accusation, 
but before two or three witnesses. Now, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail uh, of in verses 17 and 18 unless I get into another uncomfortable conversation about a pastor's pay, okay? Pastor, missionary, evangelist, because that's what he's talking about there in verses 17 and 18. And by the way, uh, this church pays its staff good. And when I say good, I mean fair, I mean equitable, I mean right. And as far as this preacher's concerned, I've turned down many raises and then I've had the deacons get mad at me and give them back. Okay, that's kind of the way it should be instead of the other way around. A preacher chasing the money and then the deacons, like I heard one deacon say to a young pastor when he first came into the church, he said, well, welcome to our church. He said, uh, he said, we'll pray that God keeps you humble and we'll be sure to keep you poor. But let's go down to verse, seven, verse 19 because I think verse 19 is one of the most oft violated commands in scripture when it comes to church people. And uh, I was just thinking the other day, my wife and I were talking about some of the pastors that I've had uh, coming up in almost 50 years of being a Christian and some of the men I sat under and uh, a, cu- a couple of them have gone home to be with the Lord now. And, and really, just the longer I go in the ministry and the, and the more I learn and the more bumps in the road that I hit, I, I kind of wish I could go back and just talk to those guys again and just be a blessing to them. Because I didn't know what they were going through to have church for me. And look at verse 19. Against an elder... You, your elder is a pastor, an under-shepherd, or a bishop. Those are interchangeable names that just delineate various responsibilities of someone who is over a congregation. Against an elder, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. That is violated almost every day in every church in America. And you know, and people will leave church... Well, uh, my friend, oh, well, that sanctifies it. If my friend said it to me, it can't be wrong. If my friend said it to me, well, they're not a sinner. Because I wouldn't pick a, pick a friend that was a sinner. So they don't have an old nature, and they don't do anything wrong. So they said it about the pastor, it must be true. So I'll do the Christian thing. I won't go to him and hear the other side of the story. And who needs two or three witnesses? That's back then. This is now. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. (laughs) What do we need eyeball to eyeball, face to face conversation for? We have a better way. And by the way, you, you shouldn't receive an accusation about anybody without at least a witness or two. And, and that's, that's brought out in other scriptures. We just happen to be here today. And here's another rule of thumb. Somebody that you understand to generally have good character, be very slow, be very loathe, to hear something about them that seems totally out of character. That's just common sense. But here, okay, 
So, you know, this guy that I thought was the fourth member of the Trinity just became the Antichrist. Because this guy that's my friend that I've conferred sainthood upon, and now we're both above the rules, has told me something that happened. And they were there. Let's see. You don't understand that human nature is such that they might just slant a discussion a little bit to make themselves look better and leave a few little things out? You're not a better student of human nature than that? And God says, except for, look at verse 19, before two or three witnesses. So what this guy saw and heard, he's got two or three witnesses that saw it and heard it too. And by the way, they did the biblical thing. They went to him, according to Matthew chapter 18, and confronted him before your friend decided to come and tell you about it. I don't need to say any more. This almost is never done. Almost like church discipline is never done. And yet, I think the body of Christ pays a terrible price for it. Look at verse 13 now. Let's go back to verse 13. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. All right, now notice it's for their work's sake. Not because he's cool or I like him, but for the sake of the work of God. In other words, saluting the uniform. Our culture used to be much more vertical than it used to be. And, and people would just, oh, he's the guy in charge? Okay, well, listen. Not that way anymore. It's who is this guy? Who does he think he is? Doesn't he know I know as much as he does? That's, that's the Laodicean mentality. And so all I'm saying is we have to realize what the Bible says and fight against that and realize why we are to esteem them very highly in love because it's for their work's sake doing the Lord's work can I just be honest with you I don't even like every preacher that I've met King James Bible believing independent Baptist you know crosses his T's dots all all of his I's the correct way you say what's the correct way the way I do it I don't even like every one of those guys I bring guys in here sometimes that I'm not particularly fond of to preach to us. You know why? Because I and you need what he brings. You say, what's it about? His work's sake. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Treatment of the Pastor by Pastor DeMichael. Pastors face a great deal of spiritual hardship, and across the country it seems like we hear all the time about pastors who have decided to quit the ministry because they feel that it has simply gotten too hard and they don't have the support to continue. However, as a member of a church, we can play a part in helping to encourage and pray for our pastor so that he can stay in the place that God has placed him and continue to minister to people. And whether or not you attend church, if you are listening today and are unsure of your eternal destiny, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church or visit our website at tvbc.org and we will gladly help in any way we can. As mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information 
or find us on YouTube and Facebook. We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45 and a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m. And of course, all the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 p.m., which has a Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.